amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. My name is George Weedman. We also have Jimmy Belikoff, Matt Visual, and Kite Tales in here for you today. And we are here to uh, tear the world asunder with, with this like top-notch, super professional video game talk and news coverage coming <laughs> at you, edited the day after. Yeah, dude. Real hard-hitting stuff right there. That's, that's, that's where we're at today. I apologize oh. for for my my deadpan sense of dryness. I am so dry right now because I've I've been absolutely slammed with work. I don't know if I should announce the the final um the the thing one one of the things that really has has eaten up a lot of time is getting a passport this week i don't necessarily mm. want to say why until the plans are super duper finalized cuz it's still kind of up in the air but getting a mm-hmm. passport that takes that takes some time and energy out of you yep just also, mention also, that it's not to flee the country <laughs> and then you're set i'm 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 fleeing the right. country by my own will not necessarily <laughs> which means it's not really much of a flee no, I, I plan on visiting really. foreign lands soon. Um, I'll, I don't want to get anyone's hopes up, though. Not even my own, because like I said, it's still up in the air. Right. Um, I also, oh God, did my taxes way too later than I should be. And as it turns out, doing taxes as a YouTuber who makes YouTube money is complicated. Yeah, yeah it's complicated and I heard it sucks. It, it <laughs> takes a while. It well, I, There's like pros and cons, I guess, if you look both ways. You you technically get taxed more, but that's because you didn't get taxed earlier. Yeah. And you can also save more from being taxed more by deductions and business expenses. Oh, well, yeah, because uh, pretty much everything. Receipts. Yeah, everything from a home business is pretty much a ta- like you, a write-off. You can deduct your room. Yeah. If if well, I don't know if Jimmy can, but because because you got you got your big fancy office i i mean i don't work my personal channel out of there and besides that i made a grand total of like two meals worth of money off of my channel in the past two years so, so you don't even you've have been to bother tweeting, you've been tweeting that that sushi you know that that professional sushi so i didn't I don't know, say man. they were like taco bell meals uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nine nine cents tacos. Well, I was very disappointed to find that doing those taxes took multiple days of of much confusion and and a little bit of a payment. It's the first time I've ever had to owe anything, which I'm okay mm-hmm. with. Um, but I'm just not as okay with how much time it took because yeah. uh, 
I, uh, it's Thursday. I don't have a bunny hop out, and I might be able to get one out Saturday. But um, I mean, I, I have to stretch too because I'm getting uh, swamped by my day job right now. But that still does not mean I was not able to play video games last weekend. <laughs> I was about to say this week because, like, last weekend is technically part of it because Sunday is right is a day of a new week that is also yeah. a weekend. <laughs> But um, I spent all of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because I could see the storm coming on the horizon. I wanted to <laughs> savor my time. I spent all of those days playing The Witcher 2. And uh, Ooh, just, just that's kind you, of... That's how you chose to savor your time? Yeah. What? What's wrong with that? <laughs> that was just a, you just hunt a monsters, zinger. Jimmy. I thought, I, I thought I'd throw a zinger out there. I don't know anything about The, the Witcher. It's, it's a game about hunting monsters. You would love it. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I it, it I really liked the first game. I don't think I should have. Like, I'm going back on Twitter and asking people what they remember of, and everyone was like, "No, George, you're you're full of shit. It was a bad game." Damn, and roasted. It, yeah, I know. I feel so <laughs> roasted. But I remember a really weird combat system that I eventually got to used to and got to like. I remember very a very weird translation that I eventually grew to like because the characters were neat, the world was neat, the at the, the, the attitude and the tone of the Witcher is is a little different and a little samey. So I kind of liked the the weird gray area it hovered between. But in the sequel, it's like super duper hard to uh control and fight things and mm-hmm. and then you know hunt monsters. So yeah. I, I I don't really know how I feel about it. I'm not that far in. I'm only one weekend, one entire weekend of my life into what is supposed to be like an 80 hour RPG epic that you have to play through twice because the decision that you make at the end of the first act completely changes the, the rest of the game. Like that's kind of you cool. go to different towns hmm. in, yeah, in the rest of the game. Wow. Yeah, the first Witcher had some pretty extreme decision makings that determined whether or not towns would get blown up and characters would die, which drastically changed the story. But you still kind of like ran through the same dungeon and town hubs. Apparently in the second one, the mid-game town hub changes to a completely different city depending on the choices you make. I think. I don't know for sure, but some people on Twitter are like, yeah, you're going to have to play through it again because you'll miss out on a whole town if you if you do the thingy at the end of the thingy. <laughs> yeah, I actually have a, a friend who's fairly like deep into that kind of game. He really likes The Witcher and The Witcher 2. Um, and he, he plays a lot of like long form RPGs like that. Uh, and I don't know, he always talks very highly about both of them, but I've never really taken the time or money to get into either. The the first one is one of my favorite games ever. And I think a lot of it might just be nostalgia goggles or at least like of that period. Like I remember playing Mass Effect and Dragon Age and The Witcher around the same time period. And I just Mm -hmm. remember, like, falling way more in love with the world and the music and the the atmosphere of The Witcher. And also that uh, it does a lot of cool things with choices and consequences that other RPGs kind of shy away from to, you know, like, have players ingest all of the content the developers work hard to. The Witcher's like, no, we're just going to throw that away for half the players who picked one of the two decisions. They're they're not gonna see half of the shit we made and and for some reason they're cool with that and i'm like okay i kind of like that though i think that shows a bit more of a dedication to the artistry rather than to the marketability and and i guess the the labor the sausage factory 
There's less sausage yeah. factory than there is like the magic of giving every player a unique experience. Right. I'm not uh, completely familiar with the term sausage factory <laughs> right. used sausage. in this context. Yeah. It's, it's, you ever heard that before? You never heard something I mean, being referred to as I a sausage factory? In a different sense. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to refer hey. to like um, the, the idealism like of like young. Thing. Maybe. <laughs> I, I heard it in a political science class that's. Oh. They were like, everyone loves politics until they learn how it's made. And it's the metaphor mm. is that everyone loves sausage. It's a tasty, delicious treat until you find out the the gross meatpacking <gasps> okay. process behind it all. Oh, I wow. see. I see. Okay, that huh. makes more sense to me now. Yeah. Lots of yeah. So what have you guys been up to? Sorry, again, I apologize for my dryness today. I'm it's quite okay. dry. <laughs> um, well, I I'm a husk. haven't been playing super a lot of video games. I played like a little bit of Monster Hunter this week. Um, but like other than that, I don't think I've really played any games. Though, I did watch george's bloodborne video about bloodborne and <laughs> lovecraft and then but i was so like everything. inspired by by watching that video that i actually just sat down that night and for the first time ever i read through the call of cthulhu oh okay uh what'd yeah. you think of it i i was like blown away it was really amazing yeah like I, I i felt like at the end of it i just got it like i was like oh that's why this is such a cult thing like that's why everybody is so like like on this bandwagon is because it's actually really goddamn good. It's I I, I want to read some of his others because um, um, the the ones that the commenters like unanimously recommend are ones I haven't read. I've done the Call of Cthulhu and Innsmouth and the Rat in the Walls and and a lot of the shorter ones basically. But uh -huh. at the Mountains of Madness is his longest one. It's novella length, so even then it's still uh -huh. pretty short by like classical fiction standards. Right. But, um. I'm I'm surprised that you liked the Call of Cthulhu as much as it is. The reason why I recommended it to you actually is because it, it is like kind of a nice overview of the appeal. But yeah. like the actual character action going on, like the main character just kind of talks to people and reads things rather than kind I, I of engaging in the action itself, which is interesting. I don't know. I I found that almost like one of the most mm -hmm. intriguing things about and, it. And you kind think... of still are at the edge of the seat because it's detective work. Right. But like I think the thing that really got me the most was like if I would have read The Call of Cthulhu by like, you know, contemporary writer and if it was written like in 2000 or in 2010, <laughs> I would just be like, oh, this is a pretty good, like this is a neat, like, you know, original story. Like it's good. But the fact that it was written in 1926 just kind of blows me away. There's like a whole like level of like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. There's this creativity that doesn't even exist in a lot of works it, it today. It was kind of written in a well. The world was a bigger place back then. Yeah. It, it took it took more than 16 hours to go from from Georgia to to Scandinavia. Right. And <laughs> you know, if you if you wanted to get to the other side of the United States, you might have to dedicate like a month or so to the. Pro well, maybe not. Maybe like a week. You had to ride a train. Whatever. Anyways. 
Actually, I've done that. It takes about three whole days to ride a train from, from one end to the other. Okay, well, point is, there were still <laughs> mysteries, and, and so he could kind of get away with talking about an indigenous cult in the Philippines that actually exists, that actually is a real group of people. It's not the Philippines. I don't know the exact location. There's one tribe he talks right. about called the Kanakis that actually exists, that like really are people on planet Earth that are called the yeah. Kanakis. And... The, but in the Cthulhu mythos, they they worship Cthulhu and then they breed with fish people and and you yeah. can kind of uh, the the horror that the reader was meant to get from it was was kind of the, the possibility of that existing was was probably more higher and easily believable back when you you couldn't see the whole planet from outer space in one picture. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I get I get that that definitely makes sense. But the I guess it was just the part. Um, I mean, I guess spoilers for this 80 year old piece of diction, but <laughs> I, uh, the part where he's describing when the, uh, the guys who, who like fought against that yacht and then stole it and then got to the island or the city of Rillier, however you're supposed to pronounce that, uh, how like the geometry is all like doesn't work and yeah. like how like they couldn't tell if this door was vertical <laughs> or horizontal he's really good at like, describing things that are indescribable and that's like yeah. the whole gimmick i just i just liked it because it was such an interesting thing being like that's why there's no good adaptation of this mm -hmm. nobody could make this you can't like visually represent this thing that he's describing as indescribable I don't know. It was like a lot of that just pulled me in, and I was very, very impressed when there I finished reading that. There are some that are better than others, but I haven't seen like a book or a movie really nail it. Like, I guess a big part of it is never being able to see the monsters, because even though the characters describe the monsters, they still get driven insane by it. Mm -hmm. There's a 2007 movie that actually I felt did a pretty good job of porting it over to modern times. It isn't oh, a really? period piece. Yeah, it, it stars a college professor who moves away from his weirdo family in New England that worships fish gods and then has to come back for an awkward family dinner with them. But then before, when he goes to bed at night, they like raise the sea gods and society goes crazy and it kind of looks like a zombie apocalypse movie, except there are no zombies anywhere. There's just kind of like piles of corpses on the beach it's really creepy i loved it that's really interesting mm -hmm. what movie is that i think it's just called the call of cthulhu hang on i'm gonna look oh, it up really? it was 2007 so that's how you would know it would be like the call of cthulhu 2007 in parentheses interesting yeah so it, it's it, like it's like the sonic 06 of of call of cthulhu movies it's, uh, except cthulhu it's actually 07. kind of good <laughs> okay fair enough i, 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 I looked it up that. it is just called cthulhu <laughs> Oh, and then okay. in parentheses, well, even... 2007 film. So it is Cthulhu. Seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, anyway, um, but yeah. I, I'll just finish that train of thought before <laughs> we get too far from video games by saying Mountains of Madness is the most recommended one to me. So I'm probably going to try that next. Mm -hmm. I got to do that someday. Um. Anyway, but it, what about yeah? What, what about, about actual what about video games? I, I mean, like I said, I played Monster Hunter for an hour, so that's it but then you actually read a book which is great i i mean i read a website <laughs> that had the book on well, it same so. thing <laughs> so I what about gta uh, 5 for a little bit yesterday oh yeah pc version mm -hmm. oh my god is How there is another that? version Someone i'm sorry told me i was going to hell for it the oh. the it's <laughs> not christian well i was like okay uh, i'm that? a christian <laughs> And that, like, I wouldn't say that to somebody 
And the guy who said it to me was also a Christian. So I told him that. I'm like, hey, you're a Christian. You can't joke about that. He's like, yeah, well, the game's about stealing. <laughs> I, I, just, I, it just I makes usually me don't even get into like, arguments like this on tour, but since I knew the guy... I kind of was like, all right, yeah. let, let's see where this is going. D oh, no. Don't worry, I, I'm in the same position. Uh, I so I was, I, I, I was, uh, I was showing my my mom the house, and I have this humongous <laughs> poster of um, PS4 Grand Theft Auto that I won from GameStop oh, when I was yeah. picking up a pre-order, right? With with the Kate Upton look-alike. Right. And, and, oh, yeah. And I was I was thinking about putting my face over the girl because you know obviously the girl has a low cut top, and um, I didn't do it yet. So when I was showing her the house um, on Skype, she was like, "Is that is that Grand Theft Auto?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's just something I want." You know, I try to change the subject as fast as possible. Watch Grand Theft Auto. There's people who play games and they understand, you know, what mm -hmm. Grand Theft Auto is and games in general. And there's people who listen to the media and they get really confused. News. And whatever they see on the media, it's true, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I trust Not me, I even know. like the media anymore. Just people who don't like the game trying to, well, this is what it's about. So you should like right. it too. So, uh, do you know what I did last night? Seriously. I drove around the city and I spent like an hour in character creation. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people will have a good concept of. I don't know. That's kind yeah. of annoying. Yeah, I, I coming from like a super conservative family and community, I know all about that. Like, you need to get off those video games before your soul goes to hell. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> not not so much in those words, know. but that was definitely what mm -hmm. like the gist of what I was being told a lot when I was younger. Right. And now yeah. I get to to silently look back at those people <laughs> and silently flip them off as I make my career out of video games. That, that'll that'll teach him. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I I'm not flipping them off. No no hard feelings for that, but some people get into this weird uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Like, uh, they put the blinders on and they don't, they don't like accept any other like right. evidence past like what they heard on Fox News. Yeah, I think it's like an unwillingness to like. I don't know. Like for me personally, uh, so I I tried Bloodborne for a little bit and mm -hmm. I really didn't like it. But I didn't really like Dark Souls either. It's just not my type of game. I hated just the fact of having to start over. And everyone's trying to explain to me, like, well, you start over in any game you play. You go back to the checkpoint. But I don't know. I, just, I didn't really like it. Mm -hmm. But so I would never <laughs> publicly, like, write a review about it saying that I didn't like it or that it was terrible because I don't think I had a honest understanding or experience of it. If, I don't know. I just wish like other people would do that, too. Something. Yeah. If yeah. I, I played it for about 30 minutes, I don't think that's a fair representation of what the game is mm. or that I have a right to really like talk about it seriously. I can right. say for the little I played about it, I didn't really enjoy it, but I don't know. It seems like people are really quick to just jump the gun on kind of. Well, that's because you had the yeah. wrong opinions on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you Where can't, you can't do that. Right opinions. <laughs> do you, do you assemble a, a consensus off of off of what the various forums of your choice seem to agree on, and then pander to those opinions only forever. 
right, so right. bogus. That's that's never how you your how mind. you win at the internet. No, never change yeah. their mind. <laughs> they don't yeah, want that. It's too complicated. <laughs> I've always found that that really annoying when like when I make a video on something that's like even slightly, I'm like, this is a good game, and it's like a game that most people think is dumb. Like, I think I said that about uh, it, uh I think I like did the the ultimate like two for two because I I said that Call of Duty Zombies was good in a video about Five Nights at Freddy's being good. Oh, I thought you were going to bring Gone Home in there somewhere. <laughs> no, but, but that, I mean, that game is also good. But right. uh, it was just funny because, like, it, you just get that so quickly. Like, people don't want to be told that Call of Duty is good. They, they're they so comfortable and happy with being like, oh, yeah, it's the shitty game. And but, how, like, it's not, yeah. it's not that bad. How it's like, ironic is that, that, like, that those negative feelings are comfortable and happy yeah i, I don't know it seems what, really creepy to me what bothers yeah. me is uh, when those opinions are not like they haven't played the game at all they're just following what their favorite youtuber or favorite right. person is saying that's what annoys me now if you have your right. opinion if you yep. played it and you have your opinion about it then that's fine but oh yeah like and play, even then like you know? there's there's a, a difference between like making up your mind about something without playing it or knowing what you're talking about but then also like giving it a shot and then just honestly admitting to yourself that you don't get it like yeah, like yeah. kite with mm -hmm. dark souls like I, I i i played the titan souls demo this week which i was really excited about and then i got to the demo and i got really really frustrated and sad and I was going to review it and I had to completely change my plans because I was like, <laughs> no, I just I just like found out in a 30 minute span that this was this was totally not for me. And mm. and maybe I'd just be better off not saying stupid things about it. Yeah, and see, that's my biggest fear is saying something after having played it for such a little amount of time and then having that completely disregarded playing the game further like for raymond legends i don't know if you guys played it yeah mm -hmm. uh, very me, me and matt had a romantic night over that game oh, oh yeah, yeah we sure fun, did yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right, you know right after i beat levels? him at dive kick <laughs> nice. oh, we're bringing that up again that old guys, go here again <laughs> go ahead kite <laughs> uh, so the music levels in raymond legends was really fun and someone was complaining that um, this game would be nice, but there aren't enough levels like this, and therefore it's not that creative. Oh. But obviously they didn't play it enough because the very last segment is nothing but those music levels. It was like right. 10 in a row or something oh, like wow. that. And I thought, this is why I don't like to make decisions without having fully experienced whatever it is i'm going to be talking about just because i don't want to come off as uninformed mm -hmm. right and it's funny because uh, uh we talked about this before a lot of reviewers big reviewers um like from websites have reviewed games without playing them all the way or and playing them totally the way they're meant to be it. played if you yeah. go back and watch my dive kick review <laughs> It's a it's a load of <laughs> well, shit. It's dive, that's dive kick. That's that, that's something totally different. I like, hated that like a... until I played it with you, and then it became my favorite thing for a week. And that <laughs> oh was like a God. year after I made an actual review on YouTube about it. And I played it yeah. for like twenty hours that week, but I did it 
by myself. I, I tried it with some friends who did not like fighting games and didn't get into the trash talk and the competitive spirit of it. But once I tried it with someone who was on the opposite end of that spectrum, it was, whoa, all of a sudden I got it. Yeah. Mm. Everything is better That's, with smack talk, man. Everything. Yeah, is. it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that because like. Um, like you guys probably know that I'm a huge fan of Dust Force, which isn't like the most popular game in the world. So good. And like, I think a contributing reason to that, I was actually talking with like a notable person in the Dust Force community who like is very good at the game, is clocked like 1500 hours in it at least. Um, is that like it's not a game that is designed to be reviewable on like a regular scale. Like you have to put like 500 hours into that game before you like really get it to the point where you can say with like certainty that you understand what the draw of the game is and like no obviously no reviewer is going to put like 100 200 hours into a game to review it that's like it's just not i have come close my friend well okay there's a difference between like beating a game like an rpg game like pillars of eternity and like the kind of 200 hours that dust force requires and he actually like wrote out this big long like kind of like an essay about why Dust Force is like not reviewable. Like, and it's very interesting. I read through it and it kind of brought up an interesting point where, like, you know, I've watched reviews of Dust Force that did like six, seven hours of the game. And it's like, okay, you, you get you get it like can, at a base level. Can you level. even get to the like intended first ending or what how how does Dust no, Force you end anyway? <laughs> uh Dust Force ends with the hardest motherfucking levels of platformers that you will probably ever play. But it feels um, so good, though, and the soundtrack oh, keeps does. you going. Oh, it does. But the thing is, like, there's a difference between, like, oh, I played through the forest, the city, the mansion, and the lab, and, there's and like, oh, I've, I've SS'd every level. Like, those are, like, hundreds of hours apart, and it's just, like, such a different experience afterwards. You feel like a war veteran once you've done that second part. But, like, I don't know. It's very interesting. Just kind of lends itself to this conversation, I guess, is why I brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I I, I guess yeah. uh, I, I'll go next. Um, yes, I've yes. been playing Grand Theft Auto Five, so it's interesting that you said that, Kai. I'm playing Grand Theft Auto Five, <laughs> and of course, hell? Jimmy's favorite. <laughs> I went to the store oh. and oh. got Monster Hunter. Yeah. Oh, nice. cool! Yeah. Wow. Now I'm further left in the dust. Man, I <laughs> I like I started character creation on Monster Hunter, and then my 3ds died. Oh, and then no. I just never. <laughs> I, I just oh, need to go on. back. I know it's terrible. I seriously I mean, just need to plug it in and go play it. Right, you do need you need to do that. <laughs> um, so I will say, I will say that I I'm always going to be adamant on that. The first five or so hours of the game are not going to be pleasant, I, I, but after I that, it's going to be great. Matt, oh. how much Monster Hunter have you played in the past? And if you I've, were able to get over those those hurdles that Jimmy keeps talking about. All right. Well, OK, this is my experience. Yes, um, yes. I got the new 3DS, right? So I have the C yes. stick, so I don't have, you know, I can move the camera and everything. A lot of people were complaining right. about the camera on Twitter when I was asking everyone. I got a flood of messages saying, get Monster Hunter instead of Majora's Mask. Um, yeah. Because I could play Majora's Mask. I could borrow it from anybody. You know, it didn't right. matter. So I got that. I never played Monster Hunter before. Um, I jumped in, and other than the egg quest, it, it's actually pretty damn fun. It's like boss fights all the time. And all the boss yeah, fights dude. are different. And yep. it, it just feels it just feels like uh, like when you're playing Dark Souls. I mean, it's not as hard beautiful. as Dark Souls. It's definitely not as hard as Dark Souls. I haven't really died at all. 
I don't uh, think I ever. I, yeah, and I I only, I'm only like that. 15 hours in the game. Right. You, will, you haven't even finished the tutorial yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm only 15 hours in. I played online. I've, I'm in the second island. I'm grinding some stuff out. Well, no, it's. I can see what you mean when. I guess later on it gets to the grinding point when you keep killing the same monsters and you keep learning their their tactics. But right, right now, going through the story and um, the story is it's whatever. It's there. <laughs> it's a silly. It's a silly story. Yeah, it's, it's it's, they're not known for their story. Right. But as for the combat, um, the different weapons right now, I'm using the charge blade. I want to oh, try yeah. out the um, the insect one, whatever that thing is. I, right. It, it, the weapons are cool. I mean, the combos are is satisfying when you hit a monster, especially when mm-hmm. feel you don't you know the feeling when you're playing Dark Souls and you see you see a boss and you're like, OK, I'm going to sit back and just kind of look. What are they doing? Okay, where's my opportunity to attack? Okay, what can I do here? What can I do? And that's how you kind of feel. And every boss battle is like that. I'm like, every boss battle, there's a guy that starts running up the walls. And you're like, hold up, what? And then there's a guy who (laughs) flies all of a sudden. Because it starts real small. And all of a sudden, it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, you find weak spots. You find easier way to kill. The next time you fight the boss, you're like, yeah, I got this now. I got yeah. this now. You can, and it's not just when it's not just like oh, you're killing a monster, but you can break off pieces of the monster for your for like weapons and armor. You can mm-hmm. it, you there's certain uh, percentages for a good thing to drop, uh, like yep. you were telling me uh, last week. It, it, there's lots of little stuff in there, and learning the weapons to be become more i guess fluent more relaxed more familiar with the weapons Mm -hmm. especially when you pick one and you really learn their combos oh my gosh you feel so cool you knock you knock you paralyze (laughs) the monster and you just go ham okay (laughs) you just go ham and i go ham with um the axe uh with the charge blade axe oh gosh that that combo Uh, yeah that's that's, so far up my alley it's so satisfying it's very satisfying Especially when you jump and on like, a monster. Oh yeah, <laughs> the mounting mechanic. Just wait till you get the tutorial for that. Um, <laughs> it's actually it's actually funny. I'll like it's not super secret. I tweeted about it, but uh, um, I was on Hot Pepper Gaming this past Sunday. Oh. Um, again for the second time around, and I reviewed Monster Hunter Four, and so I'm excited for Were that to eventually to? come to light. It was. The toughest thing that I've ever had to do. Put my last pepper to shame. What? You guys. You're so sensitive. I ate a hot pepper as well. Yeah, Matt had a video about erections that he couldn't handle. George. Okay. First of all, Matt ate habanero. So I'll I'll give you that one. Matt's a little sensitive. George, I ate a dried ghost pepper. Whoa. Was this your first one or your second one? Second ghost pepper? What was your first the, the pepper for my your first, first one reveal? was a red savina, which is like about twice as hot as a habanero, okay. and ghost pepper is about twice as hot as the red savina. Well, well, I guess we'll see how we do at SGC then. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Is there going to be a hot pepper thing? I don't know. There might be, but you know, if there I, isn't, there to we're going to make one. Oh, Please no. no! Oh no! Let me just say that oh. dried ghost pepper is like eating bark and then as soon as you swallow it it explodes and <gasps> i hated it whoa oh, that no. sounds terrible yeah, it was that sounds fine. no no that sounds okay no. 
it was not good. Sounds like I, an eight point right, eight. All right, all right. How about how about this happens then? You're gonna do another hot pepper gaming, <laughs> okay? And you're gonna do a dried ghost pepper. Fine. Your goddamn people words. People going into seizures after eating peppers that were too hot. <sighs> well, I mean, uh, someone so better be by my side. You then. lose yourself. Yeah, don't don't eat it alone. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm mean, I'm saying like <laughs> on sure a hot pepper gaming. I'll, I'll get ready episode. to catch Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, eat it with a friend. <laughs> right. Milk doesn't help. System. I don't know what you guys are talking about with the milk, okay? The milk does not help. <laughs> no, it's We're a chemical not reaction. It neutralizes it. acid. The, the Dude, milk, yeah. You okay. have to keep You're it in your mouth. To, you have to wait. Yeah, you have to let it sit. The mm-hmm. point is, when it's on the burn, the burn doesn't feel like anything. So you have to, like, take a small sip, like, savor the milk, uh, enjoy the milk. It, maybe. And then as yeah, soon as you swallow it, back. the... It's lava yeah. all over your mouth, so- all over again. As soon as you're done with that sip of milk, uh, all the pain returns. So then you just get another and just like keep it for half an hour or so. Mm-hmm. Yep. To, I, I've never been in a state of pain like that that you just kind of like you lose your mind. You know, it's yep. just like okay, uh, I'm I I just need this. To I stop. seriously anyway, don't even know what what this sensation you- is like. Did you get the the hand tingling, like the hand numbing? What? No, no, it was no? just it was what? no. You just, feel that's, it a, that's a thing in your hands. Yeah, oh, it's, come on. Uh, from what I was, from what I've heard about it, uh, it's the body's reaction to that much pain all at once is to like try and shut down certain parts of your body <laughs> so they don't feel the pain. That's why but, you lie um, in the fetal position. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> I still, uh, I'll, George. I'll, I'll I think you to... got a dud. I think you just got a dud pepper. I I don't know. I dipped that I pepper so, in Mitt dude. Romney sauce. I mean, we all know Mitt Romney's pretty bland. Okay, <laughs> did him. Couldn't have been that hot. I I don't know what type of habanero it was, but I don't know, man. Those things look like dragon crystals. And I <laughs> I I ate one while reading uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. That was my video. Yeah. And I think that's um, the one I had. The pepper, not the book. <laughs> when, it, it, when I ate it, I drank so much milk after that that I vomited up the whole pepper. Oh, <laughs> no. I felt way better after that. I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to be honest. Vomiting is that's so probably, nice. That's probably the best possible way for you that you could have ended that. You know, I, because then you don't have the hot pepper repercussions later. Yeah. Have you so guys you have noticed how, fire. like, w- when you were a kid and you were sick, vomiting was the worst? Yep. <laughs> but then, like, yeah. I can't help but notice ever since I, it, it, throughout my time as an adult, vomiting has been quite pleasant. <laughs> Because you know, well, once you're done, you like that that post vomit feel is so good. It's so whoa. good. Yeah. <laughs> whoa! <laughs> no, I, you immediately you feel better than you did before. It, the way you said it was a little ridiculous, but I know what you're saying. That, Someone's like, going to email you after this. I know exactly how you feel. Oh, Want to meet up? I've been looking for someone like you all my life. Mm. <laughs> I can invite them over for Smash Nights and we can get really drunk. Oh, oh, Smash Nights, is Smash that what Nights you call it? Smash Nights have a whole new meeting. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. gosh. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be no, there. Like, you know what I'm talking me. about though, right? Like, he, you can spend the yeah, whole like, day sick, but the minute after vomiting, you're good again. Yeah. Like, it works well, better than any medicine. Whatever it is, out. Yeah. yeah. Very, so. very quickly too. <laughs> Right. Unless you don't have to wait for shit. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. I've, I've never seen oh, that. Oh, no. That's tight. 
Yeah. I mean, You've never seen vomit come out of someone's nose? I mean, no. that's I've not experienced normal. that, and it's not something that I would like to recall Wait, you have. very yeah, often. So, <laughs> I would mistake it for brains. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, this podcast is just disgusting. Well, yeah, welcome to the That One Video Game Podcast. It's because of freaking details. About- she has, like, this super-duper <laughs> cute YouTube channel, but then whenever she's on the podcast, she talks about people's legs getting impaled by skis. And, and oh, you go to her stream, and, and she's, she's playing the sinful, dirty Grand Theft Autos. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the TOVG podcast where we talk about 1920s literature and vomiting. <laughs> vomiting is way better than 1920s literature. <laughs> hey, you take that back. Call it was pretty good. <laughs> this is uh, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, oh this gosh! Is pretty cool. I think if if you're all still with us, if you're all still uh, with us. Just uh, just hang in there for about a minute or so. We're gonna go to just, commercials. Just, just and come pull back your with hair back and, and let it happen. Nothing about bodily functions after the break. You'll feel better as soon as it's over. <laughs> nice. God damn it. We believe there are five perpetrators. I've never seen anything like it. There's fruit everywhere. Look what they did to my taxi. Donkey Kong is back in an adventure so big, it's taking the country by storm. In reaction, the governor has called in additional troops. We believe one of them looks like this. Not civilized. We are caution, and they are heavily armed with fruit. I'd like to tell you the situation is under control, but it isn't. This turbocharged game has better graphics, more moves, bigger bosses, huge worlds. It's so big we included an expansion pack to get it all in. Welcome back. We uh, we just had a very very quick break just then to kind of refresh ourselves, kind of let let mm-hmm. the bad out, and, and so we can spend the rest of the day letting the good in. You know, as soon as <laughs> as soon as that's over, you know you're back in the action. You're back in the George, game. You you can George, compare it to just, news. Okay, fine, George. Fine, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I guess I guess that. I'm one of the few people who 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 enjoys vomiting. Okay, well, it's more let's like go. what it represents than than the actual act. <laughs> oh, so Deus Ex: Mankind Divided was announced. Take it away, George. The internet went crazy about it. <laughs> Uh, so we got a, a Dusex sequel coming out uh, sometime later this year or next year. They have not revealed a release date as far as I know, unless yeah. uh, you guys might have heard something more recent. Um, nope. We are going to be playing a direct sequel to Human Revolution. We're going to be Adam Jensen once again. He's still kind of whispering into the microphone from from Elias to folks about about really dramatic things about how how humanity doesn't deserve what it deserves and stuff <laughs> the art style is very similar to human revolution the, the the themes are very similar it's all about augmented people being persecuted oh no boohoo i'm so sad for the people who have like super robot arms this is something i never really got about the whole like x-men persecution complex wouldn't you feel awesome to have superpowers maybe that's just me uh, I will say, if anything, mm. I'm looking at this screenshot, the like 
announcement screenshot where it's like Adam Jensen standing in front of this like broken series of of what is that fluorescent lights yeah. Yeah. that make like or, angel or, or wings like behind Android him. Yeah. pods. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know what the they Icarus are. Imagery, like in the trailers yeah. for yeah. HR. It's like it's pretty clever. I like that. I like it's a, that. a little well, okay, a little forward, the, but I like it. It is it is clever. They. I, I don't the trailer it was just kind of a, a fight scene with dramatic music behind it but right they got the same team behind them from the last game same composer uh-huh. it looks the same same character which is like fine because <laughs> because right. human revolution was a fine game i just mm-hmm. I, I guess the one reason why the internet's going nuts about it and i'm not is because i i expected a little more creativity out of uh-huh. out of a series like deus ex 2 where every new game has had a new character with a style that looks considerably different from the previous one this is like the first time i've seen a sequel this direct since uh-huh. like the, the fall the cell phone game that was also a direct sequel to human revolution right i'm watching the uh, i'm watching the trailer right now it looks um it's a fight scene i mean it looks all right it's, it's a fight scene yeah, trailer it's, it's a cool fight scene i'm not gonna <laughs> lie it's cool um, there's there's a big muscle thing where he did a thing where his wrist shot uh something yeah. i don't know they, they, they do they do cool. cool cool guy robot things <laughs> I, right it, it's it's being safe you know you know yeah. not every not yeah. every company can be like you know uh from software where they can name something bloodborne when it's well it's dark souls but well i don't know about Bloodborne being anything but we, safe. We talked man. about that last week about how <laughs> no, well, not I'm last saying, week. They the renamed week it and everything. No, word of mouth, you know, it's like, oh, that's the new From Software game. Yeah. Word of mouth, and also the big thing across the front of the preview that was like from Hidetake Miyazaki, <laughs> the creator of Dark Souls. Right, like this comes the game the almost exactly that. like Dark all Souls. All the randoms like walk in the store, like, oh, oh yeah. Well, I'm they sorry. Do see it the says giant the creator poster. of Dark Souls in the, in oh, the poster. Like, I'm not gonna... When I was in GameStop getting Bloodborne, the, the guys in front of me, they, they were pre-ordering Bloodborne and also uh-huh. Mortal Kombat. Wow. And and like, that's that's the bridge Bloodborne manages to, to divide there. Wow. I'm like someone who doesn't care about Mortal Kombat but loves Bloodborne. So, it, I mean, well, it, it yeah. works. Like whatever they're doing to market it, kind of, kind of worked. It's, it's actually. Yeah. I didn't put this on the news docket, but it's doing really well too. Bloodborne. Yeah, I think they they hit a million a couple days before the podcast. Um, actually, I'm gonna look yeah. that up real quick. Wait, no, we need to talk about Dusex. So yeah, I, I mean, I got in an argument about this with with one oh, really? of my Steam friends. Yeah, who uh, who said that Deus Ex: Invisible Warfare was was also a direct sequel because J.C. Denton was in it. But no, J.C. Denton was only like two percent of the final ending of Deus Ex: Human Revolution, which took place fifty years after the previous <laughs> game in the universe. So they were different. Hmm. <laughs> they were kind of different. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's the voice you I give mean, your friends, I, uh, George. Yeah, how, how do I sound? Kind of stuck on no, that. that was yeah. my voice. Yeah, that was me defending me how different it was. Oh, oh okay. I'm just, oh. I'm just saying, I don't really care about Deus Ex. So, oh man, you're missing that's out. That's why I'm not super. Why like, don't you play? Ah, this, I, I ever hear you talk about know. warpages. I what Western RPGs? 
I liked what about it. Them? I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it wasn't the best thing ever, but I did l- enjoy it. I did Which enjoy one? the game. It felt kind of, uh, I don't know, the level design for the areas just, just didn't feel right with me. Which do sex? Uh, the human revolution. Yeah. Oh. So kind of, you know, like I, I linear. I don't know if linear is the the way to say it, but it just felt kind of boring. The world, um, except for like the story parts and whatever. I At least here you that. have some color. You know, we have some green there. You know, the crates. We got a little bit of yellow mm-hmm. going on, a little bit of blue. The, the primary choice is still gold yellow, though, oh, which okay. which was like yeah. characteristic of the last game as well. Hmm. <laughs> Which is, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. It's just it's just like it seems safe, even though it may not be. Like there's still a lot of room in the canon for them to bridge HR to Deus Ex One because HR was technically a, a prequel. But mm. um, yeah, it's just out of this series. Every time a new Deus Ex game has been announced, it's been a new character and a new part of the timeline with a. If not a considerably changed visual style, then a mildly changed visual style. Right. So it's kind of breaking that that momentum. I don't know. I mean, like, I have no like D six. Like, I don't. I'm not <laughs> thinking of it like that. I just am not interested in the series very much. So this looked cool. Uh, the trailer was a neat fight scene. There was a lot of blood. That guy stabbed a lot of people. <laughs> wow. That what makes it a good trailer. Yeah, no, I'm just blood. saying, like, there that was part of the trailer. There was a lot of blood, and he stabbed a lot of people. Um, other than that, it's, just, it's a pretty good-looking trailer. I think I don't know. my favorite tweet about it was someone who said, Deusex is back, and he's ready for more adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh you nailed, nailed my ennui. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess besides that, we also got... A lot of new announcements this week, actually. Mm-hmm. One of which is something Jimmy doesn't want to talk much about, but is still well, kind of relevant to video games. There's, there's a certain part that I don't want to talk about. There's, the rest there's a Star with. Wars movie coming out, and there's a Star Wars game coming out. And it's right. the movie that Jimmy is going to try his darndest to black out up until, yep. up until release. I've only watched the one trailer that was from a few months ago, and I'm not going to watch any more trailers, and I'm not going to look up any more information, and I don't care about pictures from the <laughs> set or anything. I already know that I'm going to see it, and that's all I need to know. So then I'll go in, and I'll see it, and I'll get the com- like the complete surprise and blind viewing of this and, movie. And I totally I want. envy that experience. That's, yeah. that's how I want to do things, really. Deep down yeah. inside, in the bottom of my mm-hmm. heart, I would, I would love it if I could uh, kind of kind of neglect the media circus behind everything and come into experiences with a raw blank slate of expectations. Yeah, but I watched trailers watch for like trailer 10 seconds. double for all of you guys. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> really appreciate it. <laughs> so we can't really talk about spoilers for the movie, but they are right. doing a new Battlefront game uh, from yeah. EA and DICE. Yay, which which some people are happy about. Um, I am. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming you're not one of those no, people. No, no, I am. Don't by get me dry wrong. Tone of voice. I'm I'm just dried <laughs> up from from a hectic week. That's all. Like I had fun with uh, uh, Battlefront Two. I had fun with the first one too. I didn't play it as much as I did the second one. But mm-hmm. I think like a lot of people, they kind of have a nostalgia for these games that I don't know if I quite share because I was still like I definitely do kind of late into my years when I don't know I was like. 
second year in college, I think, when I finally got around to... I was an old, dried-up prune. (laughs) (laughs) Shubbed up prune. Um, I I had to cash my Medicare checks for video games. Whoa. (laughs) I definitely definitely have a big nostalgia factor with the Battlefront games because uh, my middle brother had a PlayStation 2, and uh, we would often play either, like, some, like hack and slash like gauntlet style everquest game mm-hmm. or we would play battlefront and we played lots of battlefront like i know that game inside and out we t- we played it to the point where we had to like make up our own games for it like we had one where we would go on that kashik level where you're one of the spawns is like on those big platforms up top and there's like like a waterfront where the droids come from mm-hmm. And we would sit in our base and we would kill all of our allies with rocket launchers <laughs> just until it was just like eight lives and then, because then at, at like eight or sixteen, uh, at like computer allies stop spawning to give you enough lives to die with, mm-hmm. and so we would do that until it was just us, and then we would play like snipers only, and we would just try and like <laughs> king of the hill, while while all the other like bad guys would try and like bum rush us up the uh, up the like walkways to get up there. It was pretty fun. Snipers but, like, we just, only. Like, made that game up. Kashik yeah, Towers. Final destination. Eight lives only. Yeah, pretty much. That that's pretty much <laughs> what it was. You know, but yeah, thinking like, back on it, those games were kind of kind of a technological feat too, with how many droids they managed to uh, cram onto one screen. Yeah, it, it I was mean, ruthless. I think, I think there was like the slaughter was never like ending. Twenty people spawned on each side at one time, or maybe I'm making that number up. Which for the time, um, was I think it was sixteen great. or something. Yeah, like it on, was on it, consoles too. Like it was, it was kind of like the like battlefield, like oh, big fights of a million people. But before that, obviously, you couldn't play all humans. It was a lot of computers, but their AI was pretty good. Um, I don't know. I really like those games. And, and when you did manage lot. to get it on the internet and play with other people, there was this really cool dynamic where there was so many AI opponents on the battlefield that you could tell which one was the human. Right. And it was kind of like like. In the movies, when they slash through hundreds of robot mooks, but then hit the yeah. one Jedi that they have to wake up and pay attention to in yeah. the middle of, of this chaotic battlefield. It was it was a surprisingly well-done approximation of those kinds of battles on hardware mm-hmm. that might not have been well-suited for it. Yeah, definitely. But, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited for this next installment. I hope it involves... <laughs> some of the mechanics that were in two because there was like this this system of progression where if you used enough of one weapon to get enough kills then you would get like the badge version of that weapon or something or like the metal version i don't know but like you would essentially get like oh if you use the pistol that everyone has to kill enough people then you get like a pistol that's like almost part sniper like it has like a mini zoom and does a little bit more damage and it shoots faster and so it was like a cool like badge of honor for playing the game enough you know well maybe if all things go to plan then all of your fantasies will become reality tomorrow god damn it <laughs> i love i absolutely <sighs> love this this uh teaser web page they have set up with the countdown timer for a trailer <laughs> releasing tomorrow and the tagline is fantasy becomes reality tomorrow <laughs> yeah oh it's great i mean it's so great as excited i am for as excited i am about the game that sounds like the tagline to like a like disney vault reveal (laughs) 
They're re-releasing Song of the South. Fantasy becomes oh, reality. No. George. <laughs> you just said the Disney Vault release. George. That is not in the Disney Vault. That's like yeah. in the Disney Furnace. <laughs> <laughs> like- way, way back of the vault. <laughs> so anyways. Oh, it's the Disney Vault. I, I, is there anything left in the Disney Vault? I don't even know, but I don't like it. I don't know how Disney <laughs> politics work. You can't just withhold stuff in some fake vault that doesn't exist. Nah, dude, it's real. The, vault the Disney is a vault's metaphor. like Gringotts. So, oh, you better buy Cinderella now because it's going in the vault. Who knows when it'll come out? <laughs> yeah, I know. When your sales go down, that's when it comes out. Just forget no, I, that. I, I sincerely imagine that the, the Disney vault is like the IRL version of Gringotts from Harry Potter. <laughs> because I it's just like. I love that. It, that's the only thing that I feel is like dramatic enough for yeah. their tastes. <laughs> they would go overboard. Hmm. So, speaking of drama, oh, okay, <laughs> that was a stretch. Yeah, speaking of, I guess, kind of large, heartless corporations being dramatic. Well, I don't know. This is like par for the course now. Nintendo has issued a takedown notice for a Super Mario 64 fan remake. Mm. Yeah, this was uh, going to be a fan remake. Well, I guess. The the going has always been slow on this thing. I've seen video updates for a year, but apparently now he had a playable build that was mm-hmm. uh, a bomb on battlefield level recreation with an right. HD version of Mario. It was made in Unity. It mm-hmm. could have quite easily been ported. Well, there's some speculation from the creator, Eric Ross, about how it might not have been a good idea for them to let an easily portable version of Mario stand when getting ready to make cell phone games, which I can't tell if uh-huh. him, he's like being genuine or, or giving them a jab or whatnot. But it uh, has been taken down. This this build was apparently up on his website and some mirrors elsewhere. And Nintendo was like, no. Square oh. Enix did that with Chrono Trigger mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, it's this, like this happens a lot. People aren't even I mean, mad about it anymore. I mean, the thing is, though, like with Mario, I can see because it's still he's the he's face relevant. of Nintendo. Yes, he's relevant. Mm-hmm. He's used in everything. Yeah. So, eh, as opposed to a can, dead IP, I can kind of understand. It's like eh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Like. Like now, what I would do seems, if I was I the know. guy is just like reskin it. Yeah, oh, so. man. that reminds me. Glario sixty four. It's Kaizu Mario and all those other mods that. Are in it. Well, that's not the game one for one, and also those aren't. As, well, okay, I don't know. I don't know about this Super Mario sixty four remake, but ROM hacks are largely just like, this is like a thing I made. Have it, and it's not the game. Like it's not the actual game. You're not going to get the same experience that you get from right, buying okay. Super Mario World that mm-hmm. you will from playing Kaizo. Okay. You know. I guess there's so many hoops that you have to jump through to get something like that set up that Nintendo doesn't even bother. Like, yeah. You know, the Pokemon MMO keeps getting shut down every time <laughs> I get on to play those things. Uh, I miss those. <laughs> you guys ever played those? No. I, I, I tried playing a Zelda online. MMO one time. Oh, years no. upon years ago i i f- even forget what it was called but they ended up turning it into a their own ip they used the same tech a lot of they just kind of redrew over a lot of the same assets to make their own little free to play mmo out of it 
And uh-huh. I guess that's the silver lining of these things is that when a fan project gets done by someone who knows what they're doing and is good at making games, they will just use that experience to make their own game yeah. out of it. Like a great story that I think I, I'm glad that I can tell it right now is that there was a fan game, a Mar- another Mario fan game that got shut down a few years ago that I really, really liked called Super Mario X. Uh-huh. And it had a co-op multiplayer mode that was way less of a clusterfuck than even the official Nintendo new Super Mario Brother co-ops, where when you move far away enough from your friend, it just split the screen down vertically rather than having to construct both of you to the same screen where you end up bouncing off each other all willy nilly. It had some crazy, insane crossover levels with with content and sprite from Zelda and Metroid coming in there. There's one where you have a cannon that you pick up and hold with like Super Mario brothers two item grabbing mechanics through brinstar like blasting Uh metroid animals with with bullet bills it was great fun okay it was great fun weird but the (laughs) creator ended up making terraria afterwards oh after his his uh super awesome great mario fan game got shut down by the man he made something super awesome and great by himself that ended up using a lot of the same techniques and tech yeah that uh like the thing Super Mario X did great which was multiplayer side scrolling that had a whole lot of room for creativity and um, building and stuff and included a level editor and stuff all of a lot of those features ended up making it into Terraria and they made a lot of money off of it and brought countless hours of entertainment to millions of people across the internet yeah I love Terraria it's a great game who doesn't love Terraria I miss Terraria I think we've probably had this conversation before I really liked it because it it felt like the version of Minecraft that I wanted to play because Minecraft is more for buildy people mm-hmm. and I like buildy stuff, but Terraria is more for adventure people. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Because, like, like a successful know. dungeon run in Terraria feels amazing. The first time that we got, that me and my friends who were playing together got to that, like, that, like, far away dungeon where you call, like, you have to, like, go inside of this dark brick dungeon and bring your own light and there's, like, booby traps everywhere and there's a giant skeleton with four there's arms a boss at the end you of have it to be just to get in there yeah the time the, the time when we got to that we were just like well shit mm-hmm. like it just felt so like <laughs> massive mm-hmm. it felt like so like important that we were there i don't know it was a very very good well well-made game yeah so i guess there's some like speculative silver lining because anyone who knows how to remake mario 64 on unity should mm-hmm. uh probably use those skills for good in the future yes um okay next we have ori and the blind forest has been profitable after the first week matt is probably going to enjoy hearing this news yes this is like one of your favorite games of this year right yes it is Absolutely excellent is. excellent it's uh it's always kind of <laughs> i guess good I, to hear about games doing well that that deserve it yeah 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 like because like we were talking I'm about watchdogs selling well and we were being <laughs> like bitter <laughs> bastards about it <laughs> <laughs> but anyways yeah. this uh comes to us from a post by one of the developers on neogaf he says ori was already profitable a week after release and microsoft is super happy we will see about ori's future smiley face and um yeah they uh this, the rest of this post just contains some other minor notes about patches and whatnot but there you go there's there's your happy news for today after nintendo issuing a fan remake and that yeah after nintendo 
issuing a takedown issuing notice a takedown. for a fan remake <laughs> yeah. and that being like so <laughs> familiar that it's just business as usual at this point here's some happy news uh, a game that i guess you know it's it's not also hard to not imagine that the people who make stuff like ori spend their earlier years making unlicensed fan games that's how that's how careers start i mean like i i relate video game like creation like development as an artwork to any other artwork most people who are artists don't start off drawing these like very stylized unique pieces they trace art from books that they like and they like draw fan art mm-hmm. and then they like learn how to make their own style i know so, all about what it's like to rip off red letter media for a month and be really <laughs> bad at it before figuring yeah. out what i should be doing with with my time instead i mean come on we're all just rip offs of abgn in the end i know so. i know uh, and, and we can't all be john tron can we right oh yeah, gosh no, we here we go here we go down this road <laughs> i guess i it's easier for me because i don't really have well you're trying to pretend to be her I don't really which is great that. i want to be a girl that's true i want that's be true a girl. oh yeah. wow Matt. i think you need to think about that statement for just yeah, a second yeah. oh you're, you're, yeah, you're, I, what would my wife think yeah, yeah. some someone's <laughs> gonna make some exploitable youtube poop out of that comment gonna make a song with it <laughs> i want to be a girl i i want to be a girl yeah i can remix that yeah. <laughs> That's how they go. Wow, you're just you're just giving them more material. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I'm not gonna lie. I would be honored if we got a TOVG podcast YouTube poop. I don't think that's ever gonna happen, but that would be hilarious. It would be. Well, now you're just asking for it. <laughs> I am asking for it. I think that'd be awesome. I'm just saying, like usually it's more editable stuff that makes it to that, not just a few people talking for an hour. Right. So well, you never know. We've said some pretty crazy things. We talked about vomiting for about ten minutes. It's so. just gonna be that with a bunch of sound effects. <laughs> I, I think this episode will said, be used. I've said I don't want it anymore. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna talk about the things I've said. <clears throat> Anyways, we have more news coming from this super professional news discussion video game podcast thing. So, if you happen to be an owner of a PlayStation Vita who has purchased the system before June 2012, you are Ooh. eligible for a class action lawsuit award. Eligible? El- I think you mean eligible. Eligible. I'm so dry, you guys. I'm just... <laughs> they just squeezed all the life out of me this week. Um, so, okay. We, we have a class action lawsuit that has been... I, I believe it has been going on for the past uh, few few months, maybe years, perhaps. Basically, when they were first launching the Vita in 2012, I believe it was 2012. Was it 2011? I like. I'm not I sure. remember the commercial. 2012. Uh, they marketed features including da 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 da. Um, cross-platform gaming, saving, and 3G play, remote. And also remote play, which is a feature people won't stop talking shit about. Uh, and, and, you know, they're not coming out with, with a lot of these features. The FTC has, has decided that Sony has misrepresented how those features would work. And uh-huh. you, uh, you can get a reward for it now because they advertised falsely. I'm just all of a sudden having a realization that this makes me really, like, both worried and all of a sudden remembering how many projects last year how many games released with features that were either incomplete or promised after launch like the gta heists 
mm-hmm. how very close to FTC class action lawsuit rewards is a GTA heist situation where a feature <laughs> promised on launch ends up coming out a year and a half after launch. Oof. I don't know, man. That's a, a weird road that I hope we don't have to go down. But anyways, if if you're eligible, if you've bought a PlayStation Vita before June 2012, which I believe is all you need to be eligible, you can get a $25 check, a $25 PlayStation Store credit, or one of these three <laughs> game bundles for the PS3 and Vita. They, they've got... An action-adventure collection. We've got a war beyond two souls. If you like pain, twisted metal, and Unity thirteen. What is what is Unity thirteen? I don't know, but I just realized that you said beyond two souls. If you like pain, oh my god, it's a typo <laughs> on this article. It's for Unit thirteen, um, which you guys might not remember. It was it was an early PlayStation Vita third-person shooter. Anyways, uh, I love how they're they're like <laughs> rewards for like. Yeah, our system didn't live up to the hype, so here's a twenty five dollars. <laughs> oh, that is so sad. Yeah. Little Big Planet, Uncharted. Oh, that's a good game though, Little War. Big Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah you could good. get Little Big Planet out of it. I'm looking over these. Little Big Planet kinda seems like and maybe God of War collection. I don't know. Does that a, does that um include what what does that include? I think collection is one and two. Uh, Oh, it's just one and two. One and two, and that's for the PlayStation oh, well, Three guess... too. So this isn't even a Vita thing. Wait, you don't? Okay, that's a big assumption on their part that you own a PS3. It just is. You they're own a Vita. they're assuming you own a PS3 if if you opt for a game bundle reward. Right, of course, but that's that's still like either twenty five bucks or some very much like higher priced games that are on a system that you might own. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, like, I guess it's fair to think that someone who owns a Vita owns a PlayStation console because, like, that's the only reason to own one as far as I know. But... <laughs> Beyond the features advertised here that they did not release, there are a <laughs> lot of features that encourage Sony brand loyalty. Like uh, this PlayStation Now thing. Now I have first-hand experience. If you have a PlayStation Now subscription, you get a great bundle of like five new free games every month. But only mm-hmm. one, or, one or two of them will be PS4 games, and the rest will be like on PS3 or Vita. Mm. I remember a time where I was like, oh, should I get a Vita or should I get a 3DS <laughs> years ago? Well, don't you regret I'm not getting your right $25? <laughs> <laughs> no, you could you could get a $25 check, gift card, no. or game bundle. Ooh, Ooh. man. I know, man. instead of instead of the hours of fun that you'll have with Jimmy and not me playing Monster Hunter together, you could <laughs> oh, yeah, go buy a, a meal. a hot room together. Okay. Hunt some monsters. <laughs> Take out our weapons. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard the term roll dodge used in a sexual content content context excuse me before. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I got all the other stuff, but when you said that I didn't get it. Yeah. Roll dodge, like rolling to dodge out of the way in Monster Hunter. But you can no, also. No, but how is that sexual? I, I, I don't I know. guess you could. You're gonna dodge have to ask your partner's roles. 
or something. I don't. I, don't I didn't know. say roll dodge. I think you're, <laughs> you, you, you know, you know, we man. He he's uh, he's into some stuff, right? He wants to have smash night. <laughs> with vomiting and stuff, so yeah. That is no, little... I don't want to mm. vomit on Smash Nights. I just like smashing. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So <laughs> next story. <laughs> next story. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so uh, we we don't often cover it a lot, but there is always Metal Gear Solid news going on. Like always, yep. there there used to be an official Metal Gear Solid either monthly or weekly, depending on the time of the year, hour-long podcast video show that the man shut down because of some kind of silly internal feud at Konami anyways. But however, this week in Metal Gear Solid news, they have announced a director <laughs> for the uh, still-supposedly upcoming goddammit Metal Gear Solid movie. Um, they have Jay Basu writing the script. You guys ever heard of Jay Basu? No. No. You guys ever heard of movies such as The Dinosaur Project, Fast Girls, Monsters Dark Continent, and Song of Songs? Of course. Oh, yeah. No. No. Guys? <laughs> of course. <laughs> really? I don't no. believe you. <laughs> no, I've never heard of them. No. You never. bastards, I can't believe you lied to me about I Kiri. can't believe you believed us. <laughs> because you insisted on it for like a whole 30 seconds. Okay, what about the novel, The Stars Can Wait? Definitely not. Hmm. Yeah, me neither. So it's just like Song of guy. Songs. The last novel that I've read in the past like five years was The Call of Cthulhu the other night. That was a short story. I know. Ah. <laughs> the stars can wait. The stars can wait. I'm it's gonna... not even on Wikipedia, and it's got a oh, three out of five on Goodreads. Oh, three <laughs> out of five. That's, has like, like... that's like seven out of ten. In that is an eighty-two on Rotten Tomatoes. In 1940s Germany-occupied Poland, a young Catholic boy enters the secrets of his brother's mysterious life. That sounds oh. like some heavy shit. <laughs> that sounds way more yeah. heavy than Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Uh, I guess it okay. depends on which scene of Metal Gear Solid we're talking about. But I'm looking at um, these movies on Rotten Tomatoes. Dinosaur Project has a awful 31%. Monsters Dark Continent oh, has 21%. Wow. Fast Girls has an 82%. Huh. Oh. So, yeah, so apparently like he's made one decent stars. movie. Uh, the film. a name like Fast Girls. <laughs> I know. That sounds they so much like a name like hits. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> the film stars a trio um, of Britain's hottest young talent. They track the roller coaster journey of a British female sprint relay team and is set to be a feel good film of the summer. That's not what Metal Gear Solid is at all. So it's one of those movies where the title is like super literal. Yeah, it's a high concept <laughs> film. Like okay. a 40 year old well, version. Alright, so, so I'm I'm gonna you did the put screen this out play there. for that. I'm always <laughs> And this on this middle ground when they get somebody that nobody's ever heard of to like be an important part of an important series ad adaptation to a movie. Because that's what always happens every time. That's what always yeah. happens. But the thing is, like, I would rather it not be like, you know, M. Night Shyamalan to write Metal Gear Solid <laughs> movie oh, or something. That would be. Oh, dude, that would be uh, hilarious. Though. That would be hilarious. Like, this might just right. be bad. At least that would be hilarious. <laughs> Right, yeah, but what what I'm saying is, true. with someone you never heard of taking on a series that no one's taken on in this context before, mm -hmm. like there's potential for something amazing to just like bloom out of it. Because if it's like 
if it's like Michael Bay or J.J. Abrams or whatever directing it, then it's like, okay, Michael Bay. I am expecting it to be like this. Right. But if it's someone you've never heard of, then you're like, well, their work is kind of inconsistent with two terrible movies, a good movie, and a book that I've never heard of. I don't know what to expect. Maybe this will be fun. And then you're going to watch it and you're just going to have fun, probably. Maybe. Or you're going to hate Hopefully. it. Hopefully. But it, the Silent Hill movie know. was kind of decent. But I get that's an interesting case where the director stuck more to the video game than he really needed to. And it still ended up good. Like they used the actual game soundtracks oh, yeah, really? in the movie and the critics loved it. They were like, wow, this music's so good. It doesn't sound like movie music. What is this? Oh, it's video game music. <laughs> they're like wow I, i'm surprised I know, I know it's not silent hill but i just imagined some terrible horror movie scene with <laughs> oh my gosh the basement from yep, direct. the basement there's a friend of mine who i think did a cover of it yeah ace waters he... yeah i that that cover <laughs> is better than it needs to be that cover is too good any, for any, any it's rendition more... of that song is going to be better than it needs to be because that song is already at the lowest point that song's ever going like, to be but like that version is actually just like a really good song all on its own ace waters resident evil basement cover look it up also it has a theremin in it so like bonus points for that a theremin sounds like you guys don't know what a theremin sounds like is? some kind of prescription medicine a theremin <laughs> is the instrument he uses in the in the intro it looks like a like a triangular kind of block and you put your hand in different positions around it in the air and See, it picks it up and turns that into sound. When I when I saw that, I was just like, weird triangle thing. You were like, theremin. Yeah. It's good to know the names of things. <laughs> I guess I'm the only person who knows what a theremin is. All right. Okay. <laughs> what? Is this supposed to be common knowledge? Yes. Theremins are like, are like the meme of the music industry. <laughs> Whoa! It's a whole new world. <laughs> that could be like so many different things. It's a I, I meme. don't even. I'm just saying it. I don't even. All right, so let's move on from theremin. Speaking of the music industry, uh, Guitar Hero Live was announced. Great segue, Jimmy. You're right. Thanks, man. <laughs> Guitar Hero Live is is kind of weird. They're bringing Guitar yeah. Hero back, going in kind of a weird direction with it. It's uh-huh. a uh, first person. <laughs> the the verge article i'm looking at now builds it as a rock star simulator but i guess like the one thing that the the one it's an fmv game which which isn't uh common these days there's there's like a little mini fmv resurgence the um there there was a guy named tim fallens who made the silver surfer music which which is what i loved loved him for but a famous Mm -hmm. game music composer made one recently called contradiction um i i loved bearstein grill i think that was the name it might not be the actual name of an fmv game that came out last year about about busting uh corrupt cyberpunk future banks of the future recession that was that was great fun it was it was on the internet (laughs) though and it it only lasted a day so i i feel really bad about not remembering the exact name but had bear and stein in it there somewhere it was supposed Mm. to sound like goldstein Sachs something but anyways and um now there's Guitar Hero Live, that that is also uh, yeah. an FMV game. Do you get to create your character, um, or is just because I I see his hand in first person and it's a white guy? What if oh. I want? Can I like 
Yeah. Do they re-record the whole thing and it's like a black guy's arm the whole time? Maybe they have to re-record. Maybe they just have a hand floating <laughs> in front maybe of a green a screen. guy. Or, you know. I mean, or Asian maybe guy. this is just... Maybe this is just the cynical me coming out, but I feel like they have all those queued up for when they released uh, Rap Group Live. (laughs) I just, I would just really love to see a hand (laughs) customization screen. And run the streets. (laughs) It has to be be back when Biggie and Tupac was alive. It has to be. Yeah, and you you get to choose, like, your backstory, and you could choose, like, either, like, Thief or... I guess probably just Thief is what they would include, right? Is, is it an RPG? <laughs> We're saying that people so are confused. people are race, racially racist. They're racially they're racist. With, yeah, well, they're not good okay, with including okay. minorities, is what we're saying. Besides, besides oh. the, the <laughs> as of right now, unconfirmed possibility of a hand race selection menu. Because um, yeah. that's the idea. It's supposed to be first person. You, like, see right. a crowd of people holding signs saying, you rock. It seems an Aww. undercurrent of, like, patheticness is is definitely <laughs> there because you're looking at a crowd of of people who are, are live they were paid by by some kind of casting or talent agency to stand in a crowd with other people and hold signs that say you rock to someone looking at them on a screen holding a plastic guitar oh here's a sign right. in the trailer that maybe says i love in you his underpants right <laughs> Just maybe. Which so if I if I ever want to know what it's like having people genuinely appreciate me, I can close my eyes and pretend or play Guitar Hero Live. (laughs) For some reason, I just feel like like this game announcement Mm. is like Rockman Four was announced, right? Mm -hmm. And that I'm like excited, and, and they're like, we got to get our I'm shit gonna... together and compete. Yeah, and, and then like <laughs> harmonics or whoever the fuck is working on Guitar Hero is like, game. it's let's yeah exactly like let's combat this with a wildly left field move. It'll be great. And then they like chose FMV game, and everyone who knows anything is like, mm, it's not the best. <laughs> they they changed the, the guitar move. layout to what? There are more buttons. That's not the necessarily a good thing. Sometimes you have to hold down the bottom of the guitar instead of the top. Oh, they they did that in in Guitar Hero World Tour or whatever the fuck it was. Well, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about because I haven't played any of these games since like 2008. The the one where they tried to directly compete with Rock Band, they had the 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 like bottom frets that are near like the very end of the guitar. And then they had the like the high frets, which were closer together, but they weren't buttons. They were like touch pads, so you can like slide your finger up and down them. And it actually made the game a snooze fest because when you get into a solo and it allows you to use that, you just like face roll on that part of the thing and you get 100%. And it was pretty bad. I hope I'm not ex- excited for Guitar Hero Live, is what I'm saying. Uh, the, the guitar controller is a grid now. A grid it's it's a so it's like a it's like a guitar it, it is like, somewhat like a three by two vertical grid oh no complications oh, I, i'm sure it'll be fine i don't know i don't really i'm, I'm probably not, not like, gonna can, play it to be honest yeah i might i might at a friend's house who bought it and not me 
but right. that sounds like a place where I would play. Yeah, it, yeah. That, that's how I always play these games anyway. I bought I bought Rock Band and I bought Guitar Hero like three, two and three were the ones I bought, and then Rock Band two and three as well. Those are really good. And I like those a lot. But I still have them. I never I got into those games. I don't know. I, I played I real a... instruments. Oh, some elitists here. I mean, really Jeez. though, really just it's just I don't know. When I was a kid, I tried to Wasn't play the saxophone because I thought Bill Clinton was cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was really <laughs> bad Reznor at it. Plays the saxophone. Well, I didn't know that when I was a kid. <laughs> That's probably good. I don't think he was clean when you were a kid. Is he clean now? Now he is, yeah. I didn't know that. And now everyone hates his music. I mean... You can only stay good is, for so many decades. It's like... He is the mainstream of industrial. You should support him for getting clean. Well, but. okay. That, yeah, if, not, if they are non-connected things, then there's no reason to hate his music. But are people saying like... Oh, he's clean, so his music isn't, isn't no, good anymore. No, they're just like, your music was better when you were on drugs, man. Go back to drugs. Oh, that's that's, that's so, pretty shitty. Yeah, that is. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's one last news story that I want to go over, and it's something I'm personally excited about. I don't know about you guys. Fatal Frame, the Wii U one that I don't think has an official name yet, is going to have a Western release, which is yeah. good because those are like super duper Japanese games. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that, originally the slate too. Was only Japan. Yeah, but also that game is like a great game that looks built for the Wii U very yeah. well, and so maybe people will figure out that the Wii U. In, in cool. Fatal Frame, you scan things with a camera your character holds. It's uh, that's yep. how it's worked since like 2002, and now the controller would work great for that. Like Zombie U had a similar feature where mm -hmm. you scanned with a little scanner on a little screen that you held in your hands. It was very immersive. I'm going to have to buy a new gamepad, actually, because the motion calibration thing and that thing is borked on me. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Never heard that before. But yeah, I'm really, really excited because a lot of reasons, like on top of having something cool to play on the Wii U that might be made for the Wii U, uh, mm -hmm. Japanese horror game. Yeah. yeah, like like actual budgeted Japanese horror game from a a prolific and long established Japanese studio. Because the other possibility we have for that is in much more murkier waters now. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's Silent right. Hot, Silent Hills. No one knows what the hell to make of any Konami projects right now. Really, ah, uh, it's not. Uh, don't get your hopes up, but do get your hopes up for Fatal Frame Wii U coming out to the West in some undisclosed time. It's something to do, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this was good news, and you made me sad about Silent Hills, so... I'm sorry. You can also okay. be happy that uh, thousands of PlayStation Vita owners can cash their $25 check for false advertising. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. good news. Hooray. Ah, this game looks Yay. good, too. I was I was running the trailer in the background while talking about it, and it looks like an actual, actual game, which is like <laughs> fine, good enough for me. Wow, it has wow. flashlight effects in in a dark forest. I hope that's the uh, I hope that's like the blurb on the box for Fatal Frame Wii U American release. Quote <laughs> American looks release. like an actual game. Quote. Yeah. What if it's actually called Fatal Frame colon Wii U colon for America? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> 
Or you can just shorten that up to Fatal Framerica. 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 Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fatal Frame US. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Get it? Yeah. the Wii U. Fatal Frame US. Yeah, because Wii, Wii U for Wii U, but also US. Oh, and, and also because yeah. new Nintendo games always have like just flat out <laughs> descriptions as their game name. <laughs> Fatal Frame, the new one. <laughs> the new one. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, new God. is spelled N-U. I can't, I still oh, can't believe gosh. that Smash Brothers is just called Smash Brothers for Wii U. <laughs> like, I, it, I literally I think, did not pick up on the pun until like a week yeah. after owning it. <laughs> <laughs> the pun is so good. It's so subtle. It's like it's like it's some Jimmy levels of pun there. It's it's great. It's like they they put like a Twitch cap a face after that on the box and they decided that was too much and, and took it off and just left it at four. Yeah. For those of you who don't get it, Super Smash Brothers four. We the fourth Super Smash Brothers four. Number four. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good on you, Nintendo. So I think we gotta get um, something I right. Like that. That's cute. Jimmy, how are we doing on the forum migrations? <laughs> um, it's happening. Is oh, it is it snap. happening soon? It's happening when it happens. Oh, Time okay. to say terrible stuff on the forums before they go blow blow. I mean boom. Blow blow? They've Blow blow. What are you talking about? Their forms have been gone for like two weeks, dude. Um. Well, we we've also saved up some some previous ones that we will we will go over very briefly. GGTTTT asks George, "Can I buy your Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess from GameCube for you?" Uh, I'd rather not. I want to keep a hold of mm -hmm. that thing. It's supposed to be kind of rare. They didn't actually make a lot of copies of the GameCube version. They mm -hmm. they masked out the um the Wii one instead that's that's what they were banking on I at the time had a had a GameCube and not a Wii although now that I'm thinking about it when did I mention that I have the Twilight Princess for GameCube version I'm just gonna assume that it was in one of your older videos I don't and remember they were watching this that. maybe he like looked through my window or something but no whatever <laughs> I'm still I'm still because I'm gonna like play it someday I might like uh I don't know I've always wanted to load it up into Dolphin and see what it looks like in HD and apparently you can do that with the disc like like their mm. disc ripping methods yeah um I actually have a Twilight Princess for GameCube oh, as well. Oh, cool, cool. It's one of the three GameCube games that I still own because a friend and I think for me for like Christmas or something. At the time, it was reviewed as the better version. Well, yeah, because you didn't have to deal with the with the controls. Yeah, yeah, right? Wii controls weren't good back then. I mean, they never really got. <laughs> I really enjoyed playing Metroid though on on the Wii. With the that's, pointer. That's true. I still haven't to be, played to that To be game fair, any first-person shooter is going to work better than a third-person slasher. Yeah. Which, they tried that with, uh, with Skyward Sword, and I still have yet to play that game in my life. You know, I've heard a Everyone lot about the controls it. being terrible. Mm -hmm. I've also heard so much about Skyward Sword just handling flawlessly, so I have to play it eventually Maybe for it myself Maybe it depends on what decision. your room looks like. Maybe the what depends on where you're sitting. There are all sorts yeah, of maybe. unknown factors that can mess with the motion game. Yeah. Um. So let's see. He also asks, why don't you have a Patreon? 
Uh, my answer is, I don't know, there's like some backlash you got to put up with that. I don't really know if I want to go that route until I need it. Like maybe there's some kind of medical emergency if I some, right. some kind of issues with cars or whatnot. Um, until then, I'll just just ride the ad revenue. Uh, yes, Matt, how's life? How's life, Matt? Oh, um, life is life. <laughs> life, life is, is like life. a box of chocolates. Life you never is know life. What you're going to get. Death is death. death we is are death. all just, just We're leaves in the wind. We're gonna all die someday. Let's depress <laughs> everyone. Oh, actually, I don't know why why this reminded me of this. But George, I have to ask you my own community question right mm -hmm. now. Have you played eight Mewtwo's fighting on top of a bunch of penises with while Live and Learn plays in the background? Yet I have not. What? I have not well, bought the DLC. It's five dollars, right? It's oh okay that's right you don't have the 3ds version right which means that yeah if, if so you don't even get it until the 27th <laughs> oh up, my god you're just you're just rubbing rubbing it in rubbing yeah. rubbing the 3ds privilege in my face yeah, I also hard got me too free oh oh well. come on <laughs> just wanted to add there yeah. oh my god you guys you you just I can't well, I can't have one victory can I I just I just needed to remind you so that you don't forget. To keep the dream alive, but when I need to see a screenshot of that happening, when, when, when it, I am when able, I will play eight Mewtwo's fighting each other on top of a pile of dicks while Live and Learn plays. Well, except, actually, now that I think about what? it, you cannot do eight-player Smash on a custom stage, can you? Uh. And they do not have Lin and Live and Learn on the soundtrack list, do they? That guy fucked up. Huh. Yeah, everything he that said, worst tweet ever. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Kite, oh, wow. do you, are you in on the joke? No, I was trying to figure out which character is supposed to be the phallic symbol. No, no it, it was the stage creator when, that you can draw. When the Nintendo oh, Direct, there was an okay. excellent Nintendo Direct presentation a few months ago, way before Smash came out. Well, actually, like a month before Smash came out, not too long before Smash came out. But they announced all of these features at once. The stage creator, Mewtwo DLC character, and that you could pick from a list of Sonic music soundtracks to be in the background yeah. of your stage. And so some guy... Or, or a girl, someone on the internet just, just made a tweet that said, The future is now. Eight Mewtwo's fighting on top of a pile of dicks while Live and oh. Learn plays in the background. I get yep. it. Yeah. Oh, I get it. And now now we realize that he's a fraud. And that's, should, or he or she is a fraud. We should get rewards for false advertising from an FTC class action <laughs> lawsuit. Where's my, where's my $25 check and or God of War Collector's Edition? Yeah. Collector's Edition? Collection, I bet I they are downloadables. Oh, jeez. Nice. Anyway. Anyways. Um, we got one, one, I guess, I guess, uh, GTTT continues on to ask Jimmy, what is the heaviest metal you listen to? Can you recommend an album? Um, and, uh, okay. Um, the heaviest, the, like the by far heaviest is a tie between two bands. Uh, one of them being Whitechapel and the other being Suicide Silence. Um, these are deathcore bands, not traditional metal so any like metallica fans are not going to be super impressed but that's the kind of metal that i grew up on and that i like a lot it's very rhythmic and very heavy and very chugging and i like that kind of stuff. um chugging. chugging 
like oh is that like that kind what of the, the onomatopoeia is so you say chugging? I think <laughs> the on, I think the actual onomatopoeia for that is gent. Really? D J E N T. Yeah. Huh. Gent. Is that American? Uh yeah. Weird. Yeah, but um, and then an album that I would recommend for for Whitechapel. Uh, this is Exile. I think is the album. Uh, for Suicide Silence. Actually, I don't know there any of their album titles. Suicide <laughs> Silence. Forever. They're a really, really good band. <laughs> if you're into that kind of the music, metal, they're really good. The they're, metal names are just great, dude. They're the best. I mean, like, I'm not going to give them creativity points for their name, but their their band is very talented. Um, actual actual album I would recommend for Deathcore that's really good that I really like is Deep Blue by Parkway Drive. And I'm going to end that there. Okay. And with that, I'm afraid we have to wrap up for this week. We went on pretty long. We got more questions coming up next week. Hopefully mm-hmm. more news too, even though this week we kind of had to catch up on two two weeks worth. But um, yeah, keep, uh, keep an eye out for it. Keep an eye out if you have a PlayStation Vita for your $25 class action check. Don't, mm-hmm. don't spend it all at once, even though it <laughs> might be hard not to. You know... With twenty five dollars, yeah, no, you couldn't, you couldn't buy like a used PS three or PSP with that, could you? Um, I mean, like for twenty five dollars, you can't even get like, like maybe you can get like a used NES. You might be able to get a used Wii. Ah, <laughs> zing! There are some good games on the Wii. There, some, there's some, some, there's some, some, like, like Xenoblade. Hmm. The, the vast minority of Wii games are good, but they exist. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, like I said, we're going to wrap up. Um, be sure to rate us five stars on iTunes. Tune in next week. Uh, share us around with your friends and your family and your loved ones. You know, if you have an awkward family reunion, if you're if you're sitting around the can- the fire at, at a Christmas, if, you, if you're visiting your mother for Mother's <laughs> Day, give them the gift of the TOVG podcast. Right. If you're visiting it. your... Uh, your sea cult worshiping relatives that you left long ago for an awkward family reunion just just hit them up with the TOVG podcast they'll love it absolutely <laughs> oh my god I, I can't try, wait try to bring it full circle well, like, like someone might actually do it and they might write us a story <laughs> about it and we might have to talk about it we can only we hope we can only hope until then mm-hmm. we'll just keep hoping yeah bye guys Bye. Bye. Have a pleasant week. Bye. Bye.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.